Hello and welcome to the IGN UK podcast. It's me, Simon Cardi. In case people didn't know, my first name is Simon. Had an email in this week. Someone didn't know my first name was Simon. Thank you for the email, though. You know, I my, my first name is Simon, despite everyone just calling me Cardi. But there you go. Dale, your first name's Dale. It is. Uh, I just want to address something a little peek behind the curtain. Before you mm. started then, you were like, how am I going to start this? What am I going to do to start this? And you le- left a big pause. And I was like, oh, he's going to come up with some sort of weird opening. Hey, you just said, hello, welcome to the IGN UK podcast. Well, so sometimes you just got to go back to the well and do an all. Otherwise, you know, the special ones aren't special, are they? Oh, and, right, uh, fair enough. I don't know if anyone really any remembers any special openings to the podcast, but um, <laughs> I don't know. Emma, it's always a special podcast when you're on it, isn't it? Oh, thank you. That's lovely. That uh, doesn't necessarily mean it's good. Okay, I mean, just special, not necessarily because yeah. it's special. It's unique. an experience. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's, it's, it's unique because the ones you're not on, we don't hear you, so, you know, and you can't deny that fact. That's true. Um, why don't we get to talking about some games? I think it's all games this week, because I think last week or the week before, uh, week before it's all films. Yeah, it was last week, yeah. There we go. You never know what's going to come up. Uh, but this week, today, in fact, Far Cry 6 is out. Uh, yesterday, I think it was. Yeah. Is it yesterday? It was yesterday today? it came out, yeah. It's out. Do you know what? It's, it's out, out now. now. You yeah. can now play Far Cry 6. Um I've played a few hours. I've just been too busy. Haven't had time to play a lot. But you know, I'm, I'm, it's you know, it's more Far Cry, isn't it? Which is what everyone says for better and worse. But Dale, mm. you've already finished the game because I you're am a maniac. Far Cry fiend, mate. I love it. So I've got a lot else yeah. on, have we? Yeah. Well, it's it's not <laughs> like it's about thirty hours, and I was very lucky, fortunate to have a code like pre-release as well. So you know, I've been chipping away at it. But I I am just a massive Far Cry fan and. I couldn't resist. I was in, and that was it. The, the loop caught me. Um, I did like you just mentioned though about the idea of like being more far cry, more far cry. And I knew mm. what I was going to be talking about in the podcast, and I've had like divisive thoughts all week because I absolutely believe this is one of the most fun times I've had with a far cry game, and I think mm-hmm. they have truly like it feels like a perfected formula at this point, but it is still more of the same like it's very Mm -hmm. much if you've played far cry before you know exactly what you're getting and so it's left me very conflicted it's like it doesn't really feel like they've changed that much apart from some aesthetics Mm -hmm. but it's still good fun so i don't know what my opinion is on it i feel like there's there's positives and negatives isn't there because i think some people just enjoy far cry and would just play one in a new setting it's just it's just fun like that loop is a proven fun formula of clearing out bases doing missions in an open world and the shooting's perfectly good like so you know it's just the mix is fun so and if they went too far away from that then i think other people would complain the other way it's like oh it's not far cry anymore it's like almost like what's happened they did it with assassins which is move away really from what assassins was and make it a big open world action rpg which i prefer in some ways Mm. but obviously a lot of people moaned about that because they did change the formula heavily so they've got to weigh it up haven't they yeah what do you keep and what do you change i think um with assassins for me like i have very similar sort of feelings for assassins but i think they've maybe gone too far in just how how much there is in the world um mm-hmm. far cry's got a lot as well don't get me wrong but i finished the story in 30 hours there's no way you can do that in a sense <laughs> it's like they're like 80 hours these days i feel like um mm-hmm. yeah it's but i'm but saying that i finished the story and i'm still back in though they've, they've done a great job this time of adding you are. You're so, a platinum well not boy. just that <laughs> they've done a good job of adding um end game content as well so now there's this thing called insurgencies that basically like they take over bases that you've already previously captured and they have higher level enemies and then there's like goals and targets and there's an insurgency leader that you've got to take out and they're like weekly challenges that come with it and also something that the far cry always does great and i don't think i ever really take advantage of enough is the fact that you can play this entire game in co-op as well Mm -hmm. which infinitely makes it more fun like me and jesse had a big session the other night and just just such a laugh the entire time when we were playing it I believe you have a story to tell us about that. But first, <laughs> Emma, how much Far Cry 6 have you played, if any? Just a little bit. So I can now play co-op. That's the thing that I'm most looking forward to, to be honest. Yeah. Me and my partner want to play mm-hmm. through like most of the game together. So we were both just sort of like, let's get to that mm-hmm. point and then team up. Um, so that'll probably be like our weekend. Um, but yeah, I've got the first Amigo. Um, okay. And yeah, I've just done a few of the opening Quapple. missions. Yeah. Mm-hmm. 
I don't know. Like, what do you think of the Amigos uh, in this game? Like, yeah, it's I, mixed I bag. Saw, I so so if you don't know what Amigo is, it's just a an animal that kills for you. Used basically. to be called Fangs uh, for Hire. Pet. Yeah. Um, so the first one you get within it's not a spoiler within half an hour of the game you get a guapo who is an alligator wearing a t-shirt mm-hmm. um who will just he's not a stealthy boy he will no. just go at people and kill them uh but then i think everyone's already kind of in the market and they've pushed chorizo a lot who's uh, a little little dog uh with a little wheelchair dog uh what's the uh, dachshund and he he's more of a stealth one he'll he'll yeah. nip in there and get characters but yeah, I, I I haven't really used them too much. I just dismissed one entirely for one mission, and I forgot that I had done that, and I forgot that I had them. So I kind of I don't know that they're, they're fun to have. I don't I don't know if I'd use them a lot. Yeah, Maybe I'm wrong. The thing with amigos is you kind of have to level them up as well. Like you have to perform their abilities to unlock better abilities. And I found like Guapo to be largely useless at the start, um, and I abandoned him. And um, Chorizo has like a lot of value in terms of a stealth mechanic you know like a distraction mechanic mm. is basically what it is um but she got on the the rooster the mad rooster he <laughs> i find, i think he's my favorite like he can be quite useful although he does have the tendency to get caught a lot and trigger alarms <laughs> and that, that will happen with a mad rooster <laughs> yeah. if you in, insist on being stealthy with a mad rooster he will trigger alarms well i find myself dismissing them when i'm doing bases but then getting them back for other missions as well it's like kind of a good mm-hmm. balance but there's a few of us i won't spoil in there as well but yeah like I, me and jesse were talking about actually the other day like you remember in primal i think in maybe five as well when you could ride some of the animals like you had like leopards and stuff that you could ride as well so they weren't just your fangs high. You could also use them as ride a rooster. No, I was just like, I do, I do miss that. To be fair, like having <laughs> someone that way, you could just call into action and get you around as well. Mm-hmm. Emery, are you a Far Cry fan though? Have you played a lot of the previous ones? I've played four and five, but I never finished them. So I'm interested to see whether the I will same. actually finish like <laughs> yeah. six. Yeah, like I get into it for a bit, and then I think with five, I was playing it like quite a bit, and then one day I just stopped and just didn't mm. go back to it. Um, mm-hmm. So, yeah. I think the problem for me is, yeah, I've started it. I'm kind of into it, but there's just so many games coming out at the moment. And I think the co-op angle is something... Like, if I sat down, yeah, and played the whole thing co-op with a friend, we'd have fun. But there's also a lot of co-op games coming out at the moment, which I'll probably prioritise over that. I mean, we've got Bat for Blood next week, which is built for co-op, whereas Far Cry kind of feels like it is Far Cry, but they've added co-op. It's not like... You know, you're just basically playing the same game two player. It's not like you're really working together as such, is it? Um, yeah. I don't know. Have you been working together well with Jesse? Uh, reasonably. Uh, so Jesse <laughs> is a lot is a lot of fun to play because he is um, always on the chaos run and nothing. Is he a mad rooster in human form? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I literally don't even know how close that is as a description. Yeah. <laughs> he is always always in chaos form. So there were several times where we'd be on our way to a mission. I'd put a marker down because I was further in the game than he was and I was choosing miss- missions for us. So I'd put a marker down and he'd be like, I'm getting a vehicle. And immediately I'd see a warning saying, do not shoot civilians because he's already murdered someone in their car to take their car away from you can politely ask him to leave their car but he's not interested in that why would you do that yeah (laughs) um so he always insisted on driving and he always insists on taking um the dangerous route over mountains and (laughs) into rivers (laughs) and off the side of mountains sometimes as well um i lost more cars than you can imagine <laughs> in a, but but we did have a good laugh and it was it was good fun but one specific moment i thought is worth bringing up it was really funny where i'm up i put this mission down and it was just a side quest mission and then we get there and what i've found out since because i've gone back and done the mission on my own is do you know uh the opening of inglorious bastards right I, it's I very do. much that sort of vibe you've got to hide in a house while some of Castillo's um, guys come in and they interrogate this woman and you're listening to get clues about where they've kidnapped her daughter and you're trying to find out where they are, but you've got to hide in the okay. ceiling, right, while this happens. Clearly, that's the way to go. <laughs> when we get to that mission, I walk up and I engage the conversation woman to start the mission. Then Jesse, with the car, goes straight into the front of the house, shoots the massive cannon... It sets the whole house on fire. The whole house is ablaze. And then it's just like the whole interior of the house is going black and charred. She's screaming, running around everywhere. Then once everything's settled down, the fire settled down, 
He was like, this mission isn't working. She's not, she's not talking. I was like, yeah, you completely destroyed a house and blew all her cover. <laughs> I was just like, mate, you got, you got to calm down a bit. But, chill out, chill out. but it, I mean, it was good fun. Still sounds funny. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, what do you, so I'm only a few hours in then. It seems like a standard Far Cry story to me. Like you're on a, a remote location and there's like sort of a evil dictator yeah. leader guy, like causing terror in the region that you have to overthrow basically is, the story good and is Giancarlo Esposito a good? He's villain? very he's very good. Like his performance is phenomenal, despite the cutscenes being extremely framey, like all the time. I don't know why every cutscene kicks in, the frame rate just goes to shit. But he is like it's a fantastic performance. You can see glimpses of that on the the, the press material that's already out there as well. Um, I think I enjoyed the story more than any other Far Cry game, to be honest. And not because it's like a like this supremely fantastic story. It's just, I think I got into the character of Danny more because in the last few Far Cry games, it's just been silent protagonist. You don't get to see what they look like. And now it's all the cutscenes are in third person. So you're following Danny's story. So it actually feels like a cognitive story. And you feel mm-hmm. like it is Danny versus Castillo. You actually sense that rivalry. They have several like okay. exchanges like that. So from that element, I actually cared and followed it m- way more than I did with like five or four. Um, four, I thought, and five had good villains, but I didn't care about the the good guy, bad guy dynamic so much in those ones, whereas this one, I really got into it. Um, so yeah, I, w- I would recommend the story. They, they, they definitely acknowledge in the past they haven't had the villains be as like precedent in the games. Like they kind of just come and go, and this one it feels like every few like major missions you do, you then you go and see Castillo for a bit, and you get a cutscene about him and mm. dealing with his kid and whatever. And um, yeah, it feels like they've tried to like mix him in a lot more. Um, it depends how you play the game, I suppose. If you go off doing bases for four hours, then you're not going to see him for a while. But yeah, yeah, I'm kind of. It feels like they're borrowing from what I've seen so far. They know that Far Cry Three, although I don't think I don't know Far Cry may not be the best Far Cry game, but it's definitely the most like loved and the most remembered. So I feel like they're they're taking quite a bit from that from what I've seen so far. Not only is the location kind of similar, yeah. but there's even an early on mission where you have to burn a tobacco field. Mm-hmm. Um and it's very similar to the early um like Skrillex uh, mission from uh three that is in three, isn't it? I'm not going mad. Yes. The, uh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. And they're, they're kind of yeah, they know what people like, I think. And that's that's kind of what I've got from Far Cry is that they know what people like, and if you like Far Cry, you'll probably like it. And yeah. if you've never liked Far Cry, you probably still won't like it. Yeah, 100%. It is, it is more of the same, right? It's just a new location. And if if you like this series and you always enjoy playing them, then you're going to have a great time. If, you, if you've if you previously played them and you don't enjoy it, probably stay away. This is not going to be the one that convinces you that this is the series. There we go. We'll probably have more Far Cry thoughts as more of us play more of it. But mm-hmm. another big game out this week that people have been very excited for is Metroid Dread. Emma, you have played... I don't know how far through Metroid Dread are you? I have finished it. Oh, you nice. finished it? I yep. did not know you finished it. Well, we can get your full, obviously non-spoilery thoughts. You've recently been playing through a lot of the Metroid games to be ready for this, haven't you? Yeah, so I played those a few months ago. Um, I played those pretty much back-to-back as well. So I think after playing four games, it was nice to leave a little bit of a gap <laughs> <laughs> so I was going into this like fresh but still with um like all that like Metroid knowledge I guess. Um Metroid Dread is incredible. Like it's an amazing game. Um I'd say like I don't really tend to replay games that much, but with this one mm-hmm. I'm already planning on playing it again oh, nice. over the weekend. Like it is a direct like sequel to Fusion. So it's been like a really long gap. I think that game came out in two thousand and two. So right. It's been like 20, nearly 20 years. Um, How long and, is it, roughly? Well, when I got to the end of the game, it tells you like the screen, like it has a screen, like, you know, you finish the game, here's how long you took. It said 10 and a half hours, but I don't okay. think it counts like if you die, and I died like a lot. <laughs> um, That's kind of the way with those games though, isn't it? Yeah. And I don't think it counts like if you're like looking at the map and stuff like that. So I'd say like, even though it took me like 10 and a half hours to finish it, I'd say it's probably closer to like 15 or mm-hmm. 16. Um, okay. Yeah. It sounds like, like it's similar to Far Cry. Like if you are a Metroid person, you're going to absolutely love this game. But for someone like me, who is not a Metroid person at all, has 
barely played any of them. Sell it to me, Emma. What? Why should I play this game? <laughs> okay, so um, if you've never played a Metroid game before, like obviously, I mean, do you know anything about Metroid? Like, do you know any? I don't, I've played. I've played. Like um, yeah, I've played Super Metroid. I've played like I've played bits and okay, bobs. So I'm just not, like I wouldn't call myself game. a Metroid fan. Is cool. what I would say. Okay, so like it's got all of the abilities and stuff that you would expect from a Metroid game. So it's still like very true to the series, but. It also does things that kind of brings it up to like feeling like a brand new game as well. So some of the abilities like have been made a little bit easier that were a little bit harder to use before. There's new abilities that you can use as well. Um, so if you've if you've heard or played of, sorry, if you've heard of or played uh, Samus Returns, so that was mm-hmm. like the Metroid Two like remake. Um, that had like a parry in it. It was like a melee counter move. That is back in this game and it's really good and also absolutely essential. Um, okay. You'll need that against, like, you'll sort of start off with using it just against, like, regular little enemies, but, like, in the boss fights, it's really, really important. Um, Did they take that out of games since then, like um, Fusion? I don't think it was in Fusion. Oh, okay. No. Seems like so. that's something then, you'd need. Yeah, to be honest, because it was on 3DS, it was, like, made after. So that is, like, a new, like, move, yeah. Mm. Um, You've also got, like, these abilities. So one thing that's new in this one is the Emmy robots. So if you don't know anything Mm -hmm. about the story, basically, these robots are sent to a planet called ZDR to investigate, and the Galactic Federation, like, loses communication with them. So Samus is then sent there to go and, like, see what's happened to these robots? Um, And you've probably seen them in the trailers and stuff. They look pretty scary. Um, They are sort of like the, like Mr. X of like Metroid in this. So what, in terms of mechanics? So yeah, they'll be, then they won't just be like roaming around everywhere. They'll be in specific zones. It'll be very clear when you're near one because you'll like have like specific audio keys and stuff. And it'll be clear on screen as well. They hang out in certain rooms. Um, but if they touch you, you just die immediately. You can't right. fight them like you can normal enemies. Um, so, yeah, they are very scary when you first start off because you can't do anything against them. Um, so does that change, like, sections of the game, whereas obviously some, some sections might be more all-out attack, where these ones are, like, it's pure stealth, like, you've got to avoid the uh, alien isolation style. Like, exactly. the only way to do this is to get around them. Okay. Yeah, so you've got, like, you will find, as always with Metroid, you're... You, something happens when you get to the beginning of the game you lose all your abilities and stuff yeah. you're trying to get them back yeah <laughs> and some of the abilities that you will find along the way will help you with these robots so like i think in the trailers and stuff they've shown like the spider magnet which they have like these magnetic walls that you can sort of like climb onto and stick to um because you pretty much need to avoid these robots those come in really handy there's right. also this like sort of cloak power that you can have so they'll sort of scan the whole room as you're like walking around it and um if they see you then they'll kind of go into like attack mode and go after you um but you can sort of like try and cloak but you can only cloak for so long until you start losing health so you really have to balance it and basically just try and avoid the robots as much as possible until mm-hmm. later on when you can actually do stuff about them I think one thing about Metroid and looking at it, like, you know the the uh, combat and exploration is always going to kind of be top tier from those games. It's where the story kind of goes is where I think some people have issues with where Metroid is. This one being a direct sequel, is it a good story? And does it, like some people theorise, bring like an end to a certain chapter of the story as well? Yeah, I'd say it does. I think I did like Fusion, but that game sort of felt like you were going from like Super Metroid where there's like hardly any story. Like there is mm-hmm. a story that you're aware of, but the game doesn't kind of keep telling you like this has happened now. Um, Fusion kind of tells you constantly and it can feel like it's a bit too much of that and not as much exploration. It sort of like ruins the pace in a bit. I feel like Dread gets that spot on where you understand what is actually happening if you've played the other Metroid games and the story means something to you, which is really mm. nice, and the fact that it does come to some sort of conclusion feels really good. Um, but even if you haven't played before, I think because you're sort of, you get like a little um, sort of like recap at the beginning of the game, you understand where the story's going and you will be able to follow it without any problems as well. But yeah, I think mm-hmm. 
the exploration like obviously it's a metroid game you're always going to be like curious and trying to you know shoot walls and find stuff but um i feel like it is a good balance of both and they've really got the pacing right in terms of when you get to a certain point in the game you will not want to stop playing like sort of right yeah the intro is always a bit slow in that you're trying to find stuff you can probably see rooms where you're like oh i need that pound i don't have it yet like um i feel like with the other metroid games it was sort of easy to get lost and then when you had to backtrack and stuff you'd sort of get a bit frustrated with it i didn't have that as much with this one and also i think once you get sort of maybe halfway through you start getting you start finding abilities quite quickly then um which Mm -hmm. feels really nice because you feel like you know you're full steam ahead you can sort of choose to backtrack if you want but you don't have to you can just sort of focus on you know getting the new stuff seeing like more of the story and things like that i think that's really good like i didn't find all the items in ten and a half hours um so i'm excited to go back and like use some more of the abilities that i've got sort of later in the game that i haven't tried as Mm -hmm. much but yeah i feel like it might it sounds like a good christmas game for me i might try it despite not being a metro fan like it's getting rave reviews like everyone says it's great so there must be something in there for me to enjoy like i like having a switch game to play around Mm -hmm. christmas so i might wait until then i feel be interesting to see how well it does sell because metroid is a series that is despite being a very famous series it's kind of been dormant for a while like it's not like it's the first 2d metroid in a long time and like especially younger fans and uh, I don't know. Maybe I miss uh, categorize Switch owners as young, being younger yeah. than uh, the average gamer. But like, be interested to see like if young people get into this Metroid and if they go back and like if that means there'll be more Metroid. I don't know. Are you going to play it, Dale? Uh, potentially, yeah. I like. I don't really play. I have played them um, a long time ago. Not all of them, but a couple of them. And um, I do like that format of games. Like, I always think of uh, Guacamelee as that being like that sort of vibe as well. Mm-hmm. And I really enjoyed those games. And I feel like a modernized version of that format like you said Emma like in terms of um like accessibility like making things just a little bit simpler to read and understand from what I could that's the impression I got when you were explaining how the map system works um and not a reliance on backtracking as well that does appeal to me so I definitely think I will check it out at some point um is it welcoming for like newcomers like someone who's never played a metroid before I'd say so yeah like talking about the map and stuff like in the older metroid games you'd sort of you'd forget well i would anyway like i would forget sometimes like oh i need to go back here to get this thing whereas the map has kind of been simplified in that it will show up stuff that you've like acquired and it will say Mm. like you already have this this is what you found um which is really good but then also if you come across something that like you can't use it yet like you don't have the right abilities or like you don't know what it is yet it will still mark it on the map for you. So if you do want to go back or you like you get something you're like, oh I know I've seen at least three of these things, you can just check the map and see like, oh it's there. Like yeah. um I think that's really good. Like I really appreciated that about it because I don't have a good memory, <clears throat> excuse me, or like sense of direction most of the time. Okay. So like yeah, being able to actually go back and just yeah, go the, straight to the thing I want. They're kind of the two things you need for exploring in a Metroid, <laughs> isn't yeah, it? Yeah, kind of. Like <laughs> I made it through the other games, so I guess maybe yeah. I'm better than I thought. But <laughs> yeah, I would say like there's a little bit of backtracking because there always is in these games, but it's not like you're not gonna be going from one side of the map to the other searching and not really like being sure where you're supposed to go like the game kind of will naturally guide you into where you're supposed to be um i only had two occasions where i was sort of thinking like where do i go now um Mm. other than that it was like pretty you know you're on a path Mm -hmm. and you know where you sort of need to be i think frustratingly this is um a nintendo game in terms of what i mean there is um it sounds like the sort of game that I'm not clamoring to play, but I would like to check out at some point. And normally if that was on another console, I'd be like, I'll oh, wait until it's on sale or comes on PS plus or Xbox, you know, game pass or something. Yeah. It's not That's happening with Nintendo. It's going to be like 50 <laughs> quid forever. Yeah. But mm-hmm. I'd say it's worth it. Genuinely. Yeah, like okay. it is really, really mm-hmm. good. I think I will check it out. I think a lot of people will just want something that looks good and shiny to play on their new switch That's oleds yeah. which you've also been lucky to play metroid dread on emma how are you enjoying the new switch is it apart from a bigger brighter screen is there much different to it 
So yeah, you've got the, I think the regular switch screen is like 6.2 inches and the new OLED is 7. So mm-hmm. it is noticeably bigger and the bezels are a lot slimmer as well. Okay. So if you're playing like handheld, I, I prefer to play the switch handheld most of the time. So, and Metroid does it really good on the like OLED screen because it's so the colors are so bright and a lot of the time the background is like so dark as well so it, like the colors really pop on it um it does especially if you're looking at them side by side which I've been like a lot um the new screen is really really nice um there are a few other little changes that like you might not notice as much with the new switch so the like stand if you're using it in tabletop mode is a lot wider so you can choose like the actual viewing angle is a lot easier mm. to adjust. Um, okay. You've got the dock is slightly different as well. So it now has like a wired LAN port. So I think with the old Switch dock, it had three USBs. They've basically dropped a USB for that instead. Um, They've got radius edges on it now as well, hasn't it? Instead of yes. like the sharp corners. Yeah. I, I kind of like the sharp design to be fair, but... It's a a minor nitpick. (laughs) I mean, they recently added, just a normal switch, they uncovered the the, uh, Bluetooth connectability for audio, which was somehow in there the whole time and they never unlocked for some bizarre reason. strange. Yeah. We will never truly understand the ways of (laughs) No, no, never. To learn to enjoy them. (laughs) Um, But yeah, it's like, I'm I'm not rushing out to buy a a Switch OLED personally because I I actually mainly play my Switch docked. So yeah, the bigger bright, especially when, like currently, we're not really travelling at all, and I don't need a like a shiny like handheld device. Like, I'm not rushing out to get it. So I don't know. Would you say it's an essential upgrade, or it's just it's a nice one to have? I think it really depends on like you personally. So like, I bought a Switch on launch day, and that's the one I've been using. Um, so with the OLED, not only do I get like the screen and the bigger internal storage and the stand and all that, but I get like the additional like battery life as well because that mm. was like a upgrade that came like later. Um, mm-hmm. I think if you mainly play docked, there's no real reason to get the OLED because um, you're not going to be looking at that nice that nice screen. Um, yeah. yeah. Yeah, I'd say for me, like launch day ones, I'd say it's worth it if you do play a lot of handheld and you think you'll like benefit from that extra battery life as well. Like I've noticed that it is like a lot better. Like when I was playing Metroid, I sort of intentionally didn't charge it just to see like how many hours can I actually get out of that this. Um, and I played it across like two evenings before sort of needing to charge it, which is quite good. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. So I really appreciate that because my old switch doesn't quite hold up and yeah the screen is just really lovely as well but yeah if you play docked um and you're not too bothered about that i wouldn't say like rush to go and get it have you tried it outdoors yeah like natural light uh not really mainly because i don't really go outside but <laughs> um, <laughs> can you go to a local park for us now please i mean the, like yeah. i i don't think i'm gonna upgrade mine mainly because i'm like cut it i i use my i, I do play mine handheld but i only really play it when i'm traveling i don't really play it at home much um and so it doesn't feel like a necessity to me but it does feel like a great thing for someone who's buying their first switch or need a replacement switch like it's the obvious one to mm-hmm. go for at that point i feel absolutely. like absolutely i would just kind of i'm just waiting like and i don't know if it'll ever come now the like in quotation marks pro version of the switch the more powerful one if that is coming like i know the obvious reasons why they wouldn't tell if it's coming so people buy this one yeah. before revealing that one but like if i knew in a year's time there is a more powerful switch coming then i definitely wouldn't buy this one yet like mm-hmm. i don't know it's that i don't want to spend what 300 pounds whatever it is on a new one now and then in a year's time be like i wish i just got that one like yeah. Yeah. it's not like they have trading programs but like oh we're sorry have this one for 20 i would quid. say historically <laughs> as well with nintendo and handhelds they do like to iterate a lot so i don't think it's beyond the realm of possibility that a new version would mm-hmm. be out next year with new stuff. i just yeah, I can't believe, like, I don't know. I say I can't believe. I can believe because N- Nintendo, anything is possible. <laughs> but Breath of the Wild 2, to me, it makes too much logical sense if there's a new Switch when that comes out. But yeah. maybe I'm wrong. Maybe I'm wrong. Who knows? I have been wrong occasionally. That is known. Yeah, my- <laughs> yep. Uh, Just occasionally. You can count on one hand, but I have been wrong. Um, do you know what I'm not wrong about, though? Hot Wheels Unleashed 
is a potential game of the year, and I'm not even joking. Jesus, <laughs> game of the year. Yeah, I, I'm it so excited. One of the it. five best games I've played this year. Oh my god. Okay. I think it's now at fifth. I think it's knocked off wherever I had at fifth. In my, uh, I am loving this game so much, and I only found out about it a week ago because uh, mm-hmm. out of nowhere, Hot Wheels Unleashed. I wasn't paying attention to Hot Wheels Unleashed. I don't know if many people were paying no. attention to Hot Wheels Unleashed. Came out of nowhere, the reviews dropped, and it was getting like nine out of ten, absolutely everywhere. I was like, "What's going on here?" A Hot Wheels game. Um, if you don't know what Hot Wheels Unleashed is, it's very much plays like an old school burnout yes. game but you're playing with hot wheels cars and if that doesn't sell it to you i don't know <laughs> you're in maps though um, like a giant like living rooms right there like you're on a track yeah, that's exactly. been built in yeah, a living you're room. in basements yeah so you're you are you know it feels like you're in a normal size car obviously from the view you're playing but you're quite obviously a miniature car yeah. when you look at what's around you but yeah there's like the tracks are really fun like that the settings you're in um, I say it plays like old school burnout. It very much does. Like it's all about drifting and boosting nice. um, around corners. Like when you drift around corners, you just do the tap to break and then drift around corners, and that builds up your boosts. So you need to drift in order to charge your boosts, basically. And then you just press X and fly off. It doesn't have like the takedown portion of burnout okay. where you're ramming into people and have the slow mo takedowns. It's all about pure racing, really, and right. time trials. But it's just so fun. I'm, I'm hooked on it and. The bit that's got me hooked is, I mentioned there's, I haven't counted, it feels like there's like, I don't know, a hundred odd Hot Wheels cars in this game and they're going to be adding expansion and stuff. But the way you get the cars is you, they're kind of, they work in a loot box formula, but there's no way of actually buying these loot boxes with actual money. Not yet anyway. And I don't, I don't, it doesn't look like they're adding that, but you basically earn those from winning races. Yeah, yeah. And you open the box and you'll just receive a random Hot Wheels car from any era of Hot Wheels. And that's the one you get to drive. That's and cool. I I got very lucky in my first ever one I earned. I got a legendary uh, Batmobile, which, which is a very good... Which Batmobile is it? It's a recent one. Is it I like really Ben Affleck's should... one or something? No, I feel like it's... Let me, do you know you really want, you want the, the Adam West one or the uh, Michael Keaton one? That would be the dream, wouldn't it? Yeah. Let me look quickly at which Batmobile is. Cause I, I just don't want to mislead people. That's all right. It's a 2019 Batman. Yeah, one, it's the Ben Affleck. So I don't know one, what. Yeah. It's a good car. It, it's it's so fast. It's got it's got five out of six on speed and handling, and six out of six on acceleration. Three out of six on braking. It's I got very lucky because I've been using that now for the next six hours in every single race. Whereas. <laughs> I, I kind of like it. It's almost like the death loop scenario of me where I got a really good gun early on and I just used it the whole game. So I almost wish I didn't get that car because I'd want to grind and use like a ridiculous like burger van car for a while and stuff <laughs> like that. There's exactly start of a burger van. I think that's called Buns of Steel. Um, it's good. Amazing. Um, there's, <laughs> there's like, there's cars that look like dinosaurs. There's just, you've got your standard, like there's like Fiat coupes as well. You've got like normal cars, but you've got the crazy hot wheel cars that are just like stegosauruses with wheels. Um, it's so good. I'm, I'm just having such a fun time and it's just such, it's nostalgic fun. Like it brings you back to playing with toy cars and it brings me back to playing burnout all the time. Oh, and it's just been so long since we've had a burnout game and especially an old school style burnout game that, I'm I'm just enjoying this so much, and I think Dale, you will absolutely. Oh, I've got a game. code for it. I haven't installed it yet, but I think after this podcast, I'm going to install it and maybe have a go on my lunch break because, like, this sounds like yeah, something I really want so to play. I, I I feel like this is going to be a platinum for me. I'm going to try Ooh. and do it. I haven't looked at the trophy list yet, unless there's any. I don't, I don't see what there could be that's ridiculous. Maybe the online stuff. Maybe you have to win like a thousand races or something. That would be a bit yeah, ridiculous. That would but, be. Um, yeah. I haven't actually tried the online online yet because I'm working through the campaign. Obviously, which, uh, it's more than this. But yeah, is it positioned to be a kids' game like in any way? I don't think so. I think it's just a it's just a racing game, and it appeals to everyone like in its style. Like, um, but is it like the the core is quite simplistic or anything? Like, is there depth? Kind of, but like, it's not it's not easy by any means. Okay. Like, the drifting's like, hard. I think. Like, I had to yeah. like, adjust to that for sure. As someone who like I, doesn't play many racing games, I'm okay. more of a Mario Kart. Mm-hmm. That's kind of my. <laughs> that's yeah. snaking. I, I was doing a lot yeah. of snaking. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's a proper racing game. Like, yeah, it's not a. I wouldn't say it's a kids' game, and it's not easy either. Like even in the Batmobile, I'm I'm not winning every race. Like, uh, like the side down there, of, mate. Alfred's fuming. So the campaign like is kind of has like it's built on this map, and there's lots of different like routes and you have to go to unlock different races. And there's like five boss races. There's time trials. There's secrets to unlock. There's like 
What are the bus races like? Is it just like a really like fast They're car? like special tracks with like have like special things going on like um like they might have like big spiders that shoot webs onto the track that slow you down and stuff like that and there's like big dinosaur mouths that okay. open you have to fly through and stuff. Are um, they but they are they then, I need to know sorry I've got loads of questions here. Are they sure. are they stylized like their toys as well? Yeah, yeah, they're yeah. all toys. It's not like yeah, literally because yeah. you're a little little car on a track. It's not like an no, actual no, no, real no. life spider. They're all like <laughs> toy versions. Okay. No, no, they're all like toy versions of things. And it's almost like the uh, pink slip system in Need for Speed. Like when you beat that boss race, you get that car for, that nice. would beat you in that race normally. Um, it's, I'm just having such a fun time. It's just good, innocent fun and... Yeah, I, I can't recommend Hot Wheels Unleashed. Innocent. Enough. <laughs> yes, pure innocence. I I'm, 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 just, I'm just really enjoying it. Yeah, oh, get I'm on Hot Wheels Definitely going to play that. Yeah. Um, what I'm not, what, God, what I'm not enjoying, though, is, uh, oh, God. Uh, last week, eFootball came out, which is the it's Pez. It's rebrand. Pez. It's the rebrand of Pro Evolution Soccer, or Pez, that was meant to signal a bright new future for football games and how annualized sports games could work by going free to play um what instead happened last week is they launched with absolutely zero fanfare and i can see why because it's an absolute mess um they launched essentially as a demo you can play as nine teams or you and you can't even play against your friends (laughs) um What online is just matchmaking. They have over 200 teams available online, but for some reason you can only pick one in the first 10 days to play as, so you can't even play as different teams. What it's, benefit it's does that fairly, serve? We said we can't understand the ways Nintendo. <laughs> I don't know if Konami are even more confusing. Um, yeah. What are they doing over there? Like, I've started my review in progress, if you want to check out on IGN, because I don't. I, I'm not going to take much pleasure in repeating what I said in there, but uh, giving it a 3 out of 10 to start with, if you have to score it now. Oh, I, gave, I gave FIFA on Switch a 2 again last week, so I've had two great reviews in a row there. Two I would and say a three, yeah. the part of the strategy yeah. that absolutely blows my mind is if you have this goal of like, we're going to build this football platform, right? And we're going to sell microtransactions as we go, whatever, mm. but make the very first thing that you release, the free thing that you download, the core experience, like the complete gameplay wise core thing. And then you sell everything else on top of it. But it seems like they've only got half of that. Like, isn't it like half, like the things you can actually do in the fundamental, like football side of things. Like oh, it's back. bad. Like, yeah, they haven't put in all the, all the kicks yet. They even that's how they phrased it. All, <laughs> all the, the animations, all the kicks. Um, if you want to play offline in the friendly mode, um, there's six difficulties ranging from beginner to superstar in uh, eFootball. Only two of them are selectable at the moment. Four of them are greyed out. I don't know if they just haven't been put in the game yet. So you can only play regular or superstar. So if you're a beginner, sorry, you have to play. The regular's does, the lowest you can play. How does um, that even happen? Yeah, and if you're in that position like me where regular is kind of, like, I play probably one above regular, so regular I'm I'm beating the AI and it's not overly a challenge, but then my next step is superstar <laughs> where I'm getting absolutely spanked, so I don't really have anywhere to go. Um, yeah. It's just ridiculous. What um, a disaster. And that's not even getting on to the, the glitches and the bugs in the general presentation of the game. If you haven't seen the crowds, they're absolutely haunting. <laughs> they remind me of... Do you remember... The kind of meme that went around when the original uh, Spider-Man came out and uh, the yeah, boat yeah. people. Boat people, yeah. Uh, imagine 50,000 boat people jumping up and down. But they're also um, not hidden, like, eight far away, so you're not supposed to no, get no, close no. to them. They are firmly in view. Um, <laughs> and then just the faces that some players pull, like, they're gurning oh, when they've God. scored a goal. And, Ronaldo's um, yeah. celebration pose thing oh, is it horrible. looks insane. It's like, it reminds me of, um, you know... In, in the original Matrix when uh, Neo's like uh, mouth gets filled in. It's a little bit like that. It's an absolute mess. Um, I'm going to revisit it though in a month or two when they've promised big autumn updates including the launch of creative team mode. Six new kicks. Entails. Yeah, so <laughs> there we go. I mean, eFootball, like, it's free to play. I mean, that's the, you know, it's free to check out the horror for yourself is what I would say. But yeah, it's not good, is it? No. Um, football games are in a, are in an odd place right now. Um, there we go. Fix it. Should we do it? Go up. <laughs> Sorry. I just said fix it. Football games, not fix you. It. It's like, easy, isn't it? Let <laughs> me make a football game. 
Let me do it. It's easy. Just kick the um, ball. Exactly. Do you know what? I'm hoping it's not easy, Emma. The Endless Search. Inside, it's a UK IGN crew. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, on the ones and twos. We got the games gonna play for you. Inside, I got a question for you. Hold tight, the DJ, we're coming through. Yeah, yeah, on the ones and twos. We got the games gonna play for you. Inside, I got a question for you. Is it in the search? Emma, you are Quizmaster again. You kindly volunteered Ooh. to put me and Dale to the test. I did. What have we got? So, we have. I don't think we've done this for a while, actually. We're going to play. Go on, name them. Hey, classic. Ooh, oh, that's good. I'm glad classic. you're like excited about it. Me too. It's still my, I think it still might be my favourite one, to be fair. <clears throat> it's just simple, yeah. clean. Yeah. It's, it's the Hot Wheels Unleashed of the end of <laughs> Just pure, pure innocent fun. <laughs> pure <laughs> innocence. I'm hoping it is. Yeah. So we've got, I've tried to sort of tie it in with stuff that is happening now. Um, okay. So five categories or five questions. Um, if you're like, tuning in for the first time and you don't know what this is basically i've got like i'll ask a question for example like this isn't in today's one but how many walkers crisps can you name seven <laughs> yeah dale and cardi <laughs> will say how many they think they can name and eventually someone will call the other one out and be like go on then name them yeah there we go nice and simple um so yeah let's start off with ubisoft games how many Ubisoft games? Just, just Ubisoft games. Can you name? Are we doing? I was gonna say. I was gonna like. Obviously, there are a lot of games. Let's just say that have <laughs> released from like 2020 to now. So super recent. Oh, from okay. 2020 uh, to now. Oh, yeah, that changed. So like, the last year. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god. Uh, How many yeah, can Jesus. you name? Oh, Dale's got pen and paper out. Always got pen and paper. Prepared. I like. I, that. I go off. I got off my mind. I mean, and my, only uh, released games, right? Not anything that's in like production right now or anything. Uh, yeah, let's just go with released, yeah. Um, God. Um, oh. Right, who's bidding first? You can go first. Um, I'll start with four. Four? Solid. <laughs> let's go six. Oh, do I dare? Do I dare? <laughs> no, actually, yeah. Go on, name six. Oh God, I didn't. I really because I, I got like five-ish. I thought it would go on more than that, and I thought I'd have more time to think. As soon as it was, I would have gone way more than that if it wasn't the 2020 restriction. And I was like, that so is not a lot of time. Just to be clear, that from the first of January 2020 to now, yeah. Okay. Okay. Uh, we'll have Far Cry Six. That's one, yeah. That is one. <laughs> we'll have Assassin's Creed Valhalla. Yep. Watch Dogs Legion. Nice. Yeah, that's three. That's three of my five that I've got. <laughs> duh, 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 duh. Now is the some of you got to work out did they come out this year or not? Uh, I I don't even know if this I don't think this one's technically out yet. That's yeah, annoying. Yeah, I've got a few of them as well. <laughs> Um, oh, Scott Pilgrim versus the world. Nice. <laughs> the remaster. Yes. So we're up to um, four. Hyperscape. Yes. They're very good. Very good. <laughs> I'm impressed with that one. Like, yeah. <laughs> uh, one more. I'm trying, trying to think of emails I've got. Yeah, that's Ubisoft. exactly what I was doing. <laughs> Ubisoft. What else have they had this year? I must have played one. Um, there's a few that I think got announced, but I don't think they came out this year. Do you know I'm going to take a punt on this already coming out, and I could be wrong, and this is going to be heartbreaking. Just Dance 2022. <laughs> is that out yet? Comes out. No, <laughs> should have said last year's one. Twenty twenty one would have been. I don't know if there was. Fun. I don't know if they do one every year. I know there's one coming this year. That's such a uh, shame. You're doing so well. Sorry. How, how many have you got a list of how many games have actually come out in that period? Yeah, so it's like twenty one games apparently. Whoa. 
all the ones I could think of were like Rise Republic, not out yet. <laughs> X Defiant, not out yet. As, uh, uh, extra, uh, um, whatever Siege, the spin off is ex- called. Um, Extraction. Extraction, yeah. yeah. Um, Division 2 is one. That was 2020. That Whoa. I forgot came out in March 2020. I thought it was Shit. earlier. I could than have that. sworn that was before that, yeah. Um, oh. You've got Trackmania. Immortals. Trackmania. Phoenix Rising. Immort- oh, yeah, 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 Immortals oh. as well. That's on here. Uh, what else? Uh, oh well. When did? Uh, no, that came out ages ago. Roller, Brawlhalla was the one champion. I kept thinking of, but that was. A few. Oh, Roller Champions. Yeah. Does that come out? That came out, didn't it? I think it came I out think. in early access or something. It just like that. is 2021 on my list, so. Okay. Uh, maybe it technically, I'm really yeah. It might be early access. Um, oh well. You were there with the Just Dance. That's so upsetting. I know. I I, I should have just said Just Dance and see if I got away with it. <laughs> yeah. Uh, you probably oh would well. have. But still, I think that's really, pretty good. Should I? Uh, should nah, I? Should I? Should have done, done better. Anyway. Okay, this one should be a bit easier. I feel like that was actually the hardest question. Oh, okay. So, let's see. This one is how many Nintendo Switch games... Can you name that are published by Nintendo? Just on the Switch. It just has to release on the Switch published by Nintendo. There are a lot. (laughs) That have to be so that has to be does it have to be a new game or a game that's been can a re release count? Um yeah, re release can count as long as it's on Switch. Uh, Okay. Jesus. Um who's bidding? It's me first this time, isn't it? Mm -hmm. I'll just start with a cool Seven. Oh god. Eight. Nine. Yeah, you're gonna have to name them, mate. <laughs> I, I'm struggling here, <laughs> right, scribbling them down. There, there are a few where, like, oh, I'm pretty sure they're published by Nintendo. I've got okay. like seven written down, and then I'm like, then it's starting to like, oh, well then. Let's go Pokemon Dread. Pokemon Dread, Pokemon sorry. Metroid Dread. Dread, sorry. I had to... Take I your first answer only. Metroid, so Metroid Dread. Yeah. I would play Pokemon Dread. Do we count Pokemon Sword and Pokemon Shield as separate? Uh, we... Or are they one I game? Would I would count I'm happy. them as the same, but... Yes. Okay, that's, that's, no, that's fine. If we're counting them as the same game, that's fine. Cool. That's um, Super Mario Odyssey. Yes. Please call this episode Pokemon Dread, by the way. Yeah, please. That's perfect. <laughs> well, that's misleading to everyone. What, what we talk now. about Metroid Dread, just not Pokemon. Yeah, we don't talk about Pokemon. Yeah. Well, we have now. Uh, Super Mario 3D World. Nice. Yes. Breath of the Wild. Yes. Um, that's five. Link to the Past remake. That is on here. Yes. Wait. Past. That's no, not, sorry, you, I said the wrong one. Come on, he's <laughs> oh, twice now. I, he's got I'm the wrong think, name. I was thinking of Link's, Link's Awakening. Awakening is yeah. what you're thinking. Yeah, Link, <laughs> I meant Link's Awakening. I said the wrong one. It's fine. I failed. If you want to, if you want to yeah. call that a fail, have they re have they re released Link's uh, <laughs> Link to the Past though on the on the Switch? I don't think I don't so. Think no. so. No, I'm I'm scrabbling for uh, the wrong thing. <laughs> the only other one uh, I thought. What's of. annoying is again is I had like five more. Uh, I just said the wrong one there. Oh well. What else did you have? Accuracy. Animal Crossing, yeah. uh, new Pokemon Snap, uh, WarioWare, uh, um, Skyward Sword. Yeah, like, oh yeah, yeah. I, I had many, and I said the <laughs> wrong one as well. I've done there. Pokemon Dread and Link to the Past. <laughs> I'm gonna make you fuck up now. Right. <laughs> okay, next one it is movie related. Okay, how many James Bond movies can you name? Oh, Carrie's won this one. I'm not, like I'm not exactly a James Bond fan, but yeah. Um, but you bid first. Okay. 10. 15. Oh, fucking hell. Uh, <laughs> and wait, there's 25 of them, right? So. Yeah. Uh, 17. I don't know if you're bluffing oh at this point. Oh my gosh. I don't know because I think I can do that, but I also kind of want to see you struggle, so now I'm. Um, I'll go eighteen. Yeah, go on, name them. <laughs> Try to get a few extra. Out, yeah, I could. I reckon okay. I could do seventeen. To be fair, I just have to. Okay. As long as the pressure didn't get to me. These 18. are high numbers. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Are you, re- are you ready to count? Okay. No time to die. Yep. 
Casino Royale. Yep. Skyfall. Yep. Quantum of Solace. Yep. Spectre. Yep. Doctor No. Yes. Thunderball. Yes. From Russia with Love. Yes. Goldfinger. Yep. You Only Live Twice. That's yep. ten. That's ten, yeah. The Spy Who Loved Me. Eleven. Octopussy. Twelve. Live and Let Die. Thirteen. Licence to Kill. Fourteen. Tomorrow Never Dies. Fifteen. The World Is Not Enough. Sixteen. Uh, I've lost track of... Oh, My <laughs> Majesty's Secret Service. Seventeen. Uh, I've lost track. Have I already yeah. said Goldeneye? Yes. Yes, I oh. think you... No. You definitely said Goldfinger. I said Goldfinger. You said Goldfinger, said yeah. Gold. Diamonds are forever. I'll have that one now. Yeah, I should have gone... Should have pushed it more. That was, like, comfortable as well. What was really impressive is you did I them was, all in weird orders. Yeah, I couldn't remember which ones I had said and hadn't at one point. My plan was to go Still through um, more, was to go through Bonds and just focus on that Bond and their films and then move mm-hmm. to the next Bond. I kind of did that a bit. <laughs> but yeah, I'll take it. 2-1. At least I didn't say I don't know. Uh, I don't know. The Philosopher's Stone. 2-1. So. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> it's getting spicy. Yeah. I'm going to get Dale to actually yeah. say something here at one point. Okay, it's so It's my strength. <laughs> I thought I'd pick some food-related ones as well. Oh, Christ. Okay. And we've been talking a lot about yoghurt recently. Oh, come on. This is biased. <laughs> Simon so is the biased. expert. I'm not a yoghurt Well-documented yoghurt expert. <laughs> oh, we should get you reacting to, like, Muller Corners. <laughs> um, okay, yeah. So how many Muller Corner yoghurts can you name? That's including the like crunchy ones, the fruit ones. I'm just going to... Is this off the official website? I'm on the official muller.co.uk website. (laughs) Jesus Christ. I'm looking at the corners. Um, It looks like there are, I think, 11? Only 11 in circulation. No, there's more. There's 14 in circulation, apparently. I can't remember the names of them. I can... Yeah, do we have to be very specific or can we be yeah. like the one that has something <laughs> in? Do we have to give the official name? As long as it's like, I can tell which one you're talking about, yeah, you can have <laughs> okay, the point. Okay. <laughs> I can't remember the name. Oh my God. I'm going to, uh, I'll go with four. Um, five. I'm, I'm going to go Dale because I think he may, may screw up. Go. Go on, name them. Oh, tactical. Maybe five, Muller's. Okay, Crunch Corner. Well, that, that's kind of just which, a, a few, um, that's, a, that's a brand. Okay. Yeah, so which, that, which Crunch, which crunch Corner. Okay. Um, <laughs> the one with cornflakes with chocolate on it, and it's got like <laughs> banana <laughs> thing. <laughs> yeah, okay, banana chocolate flakes, that there works. There you go. Say, <laughs> say the word banana. I told you, I don't know these names. Um, there's the strawberry short biscuit one, shortcake. Cheesecake yep. thingy, somewhere, whatever it is. Strawberry um, shortcake is two. Yeah. Yep. The, Three more. There was one with the hoops. <laughs> I can't remember. The what? Yeah, you got to tell me what flavour. you know what flavour the hoops are? Uh, it is called hoops, but it does have a flavour as well. I'm not letting you get away with this. Banana? It's not banana. Nah. They were toffee hoops. Oh, yes. It's the no, toffee say it. hoops. Yeah, it's definitely a weak spot hoops. in my knowledge. I'm going to be honest. Is <laughs> Muller Corners? Corner you can get out of it. Two all. It's oh. come down to this. Well, so what pa- other ones were there? Like accuracy. Oh, I can. Yeah, I'll listen. So you got vanilla, vanilla chocolate, chocolate balls. balls. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. 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 Milk chocolate digestive. Yeah. You actually Ooh. have like the full name down. <laughs> <laughs> I told you it's an <laughs> uh, You got uh, the fruit I... ones as well. So you've got strawberry, yeah, yeah. Uh, red cherry, peach and apricot, blackberry and raspberry. Uh, what else have we got? Creation. They still do the key lime pie one. That one's not on Thanks. here actually. Mm. Which is quite sad actually. <laughs> uh, isn't it just <laughs> horrifying? Yeah. <laughs> I don't want to hear that on a Friday. <laughs> don't tell me there's bad news. Okay, so it's all come down to this last question. Why me? And 
I'm not actually sure how each of you feel about this particular food. So <laughs> it's going to be so we know nothing about it. It will be interesting for sure, yeah. How many Ben and Jerry's flavours oh, can you God name? In, in the UK, we'll keep it UK because I know they're different in the US and that's just going to be really confusing. I, I don't, I don't. I don't buy Ben and Jerry's nope. often. I know you're a, you're a bit of a fiend for it, Emma. I love it a bit um, too much. Oh, yeah. right, okay. <laughs> uh, How many are there? Maybe I know them all. So there are, on the benandjerrys.co.uk website, there are 20 different flavours. Okay. Jesus. Jesus. I'm bidding first, right? Yeah. Two. <laughs> I'll double it. Four. Oof. I mean... There's no way I can possibly get that, so I've got to say go on, name them. Oh, it's low for Ben and Jerry's. Um, yeah, I've put... So... I don't, honestly, I don't even know if I can name one. Maybe... Oh, I won't say, but yeah, go on. Caramel Choo Choo. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Fish Food. Oh, I do know that one, to be fair. Yes. Half Baked. Yes. That one's still a thing? That is still a okay. thing. And it's delicious. And just standard cookie dough. That yes, one, that's right? the one I knew, yeah. cookie dough. There we go. Maybe Got that it. was a bad question, you know. No, I mean, I, failed I just, yeah, the, it seems like a bad question because my knowledge of uh, treats, <laughs> official, <laughs> like, official naming for treats is very poor. Mm-hmm. You're too healthy. Well, that's no, I just, I just don't really buy ice cream. Do you know what? I want you to get yourself a toffee hoop yogurt. This weekend, I want you to treat yourself. Nah, right, Hot mate. Wheels Unleashed and a toffee hoop yogurt. Phil, I'm more of a I'm more of a bag of sweets kind of guy. I can tell you. All, I've always said about you. All the squashy yeah. flavors, I can go for all them. Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> is there different flavors of squashy? Yes, mate. Stuff? Come on. I thought there was just what, that one. Yeah, like there's a bubble gum. There's a bubble gum flavor. There's like um, I think it's like a rhubarb and custard flavor or something like that. It's a rhubarb flavor anyway. And there's also um, there's a sour flavor as well. Come on. They do sour you know squishies. Just before, yeah. Just before this podcast, I treat myself to another one of those knoppers, which I've been actually told <laughs> now you do pronounce the K. It's not a knopper, it's a knopper. Ah, okay. So uh, I learn something new every day. Uh, again, once again, maybe the my favourite uh, German Where are you getting them from? Snack. Um, you can get them from an Aldi. You can oh, get them okay. from a Cardo online. You can get them, you can get them in a lot of places. Uh, treat yourself to a Canopa wafer. Sounds like I'm sponsored by Canopa, <laughs> the German Speaking wafer. of food, you know, I've got comment literally in about an hour. Is I saw this website called the Calzone Kitchen where they make, pre-make Ooh. calzones and they send them to you frozen. Got, oh, wow. I've That's got a bunch cool. of them coming today. I'm well excited. Are you sponsored by them? I'm going to look them up. <laughs> yeah, just uh, sign up with the code IGN UK podcast to get 20% off. <laughs> <laughs> They're in Milton Keynes. I'm not going all the way to Milton Keynes. Yeah, you get them delivered, mate. Uh, oh, that's a long way for me, isn't it? Um, good. Should we do some feedback? Who knows what delights we have about food here we might not have any um i've got one here from jonathan newton he says hi guys long time listener first time writer yada 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 he wrote yada 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 i wasn't just adding that Mm. uh, disrespectfully to that um while listening to last week's podcast i discovered that i have a fantasia having never previously heard of it before i've always assumed a mind's eye internal monologue reading x in y's voice were just figures of speech as well that's mad I love to read, however, I've never been able to construct a physical representation of a character in my mind or provide them with a voice, and now I know why. So thanks for shattering my entire <laughs> worldview, and for God's Aww. sake, respect the scene. <laughs> That's crazy. We, we, we have diagnosed conditions. Is there anything yeah. this podcast can't do? I mean, we're not medical experts. Please don't come to us with any actual uh, problems you may have, because I, I, I'm, I'm not medically trained. I imagine it's like, he says about shattering his entire view, but I imagine it's quite like, satisfying as well to know that oh this is why i've always felt mm-hmm. this way yeah. i would still probably actually get that go to a doctor and get that yes do not take our word just, for it think, yeah you may just have a lack of imagination i can't <laughs> i can't provide anything for that i'm sorry um but yeah i would don't take our word for it um yeah yeah it's good to know we're I was about to say changing the world. I don't think we're changing the world, are we? Um, no. We're changing certain people's worlds. And but it's, in- it, but it's interesting for everyone else as well to learn about that condition as well, because I had no idea. I'd exactly. never heard of it before until we read out on the podcast. Mm-hmm. It's interesting. Exactly. There we go. Uh, Emma. I've got some feedback from Marie Humphrey. 
Hey guys, after recently completing Hollow Knight and Ori and the Blind Forest and enjoying them both immensely, I started to look into the Metroidvania genre to get into them more. Good choice. Having missed out on the Metroid and Castlevania games in the 90s, Metroid Dread feels like the perfect opportunity to get into the franchise. Is it a game that I can play without any previous knowledge of the others? Also, uh, any other Metroidvania style essential recommendations? recommendations would be appreciated uh, sorry about that sorry. <laughs> <laughs> what a horrible noise oh my gosh i think we've uh, <laughs> i think we've already answered the first yeah, question yeah. Uh, um, well i say we have emma answered i think you can yeah jump into metro dread without playing any of the others and have a great time anyone got any other i mean you already mentioned one i was going to mention earlier dale which is guacamole and yeah. guacamole too yeah, I think they're, they're great. It depends how rigid you want to be with that format, because like I consider like the Arkham games to be exactly. spe- Arkham, Arkham Asylum. Is, is that yeah. absolutely? It just it's not a two D side mm. scroller. So um, there's also Ori and Willow Lewis, which is the sequel to the Blind Forest. If you haven't played that, I was going to say um, that that one is amazing, and it just looks really lovely as well as being a great game, which is always nice. Mm-hmm. I'm not like Metroidvania is by no means my. Um, expertise like, yeah expertise like i trying to think like something like dead cells is kind of metroidvania but also a roguelike yeah um it's very good in some way um no i was gonna say the kind of road legacy has a little bit of that but it's still a roguelike like i i tend to lean more towards roguelike games than metroidvanias personally but arkham and guacamole are definitely two good ones and mm. i would have suggested hollow knight if you hadn't already played hollow knight but mm. uh Apparently, there's a sequel to Hollow Knight coming at some point, despite them never announcing a release date for when that's coming. So, All right. You can hope. I've got an email from Alex Moore, and he says, Howdy do, guys. Long time, second time. I found myself in a position where I have an average of 10 hours a game of game time a week. I finished Ratchet and Clank in two weekends and got the platinum and chuffed with myself for completing it. I started Valhalla, and I've been playing 30 hours and somewhat deflated and feel like at this rate I'm going... Sorry. And feel like at the rate I'm going and the size of the game that GTA 6 will be announced, released and released for PlayStation 6 by the time I've finished. While it is a beautiful game, my ambition has gone. So my question is, can you recommend any 20 to 40 hour games that you would consider amazing and, as the cherry on the cake, an enjoyable time to archive the platinum? I saw the sea, I respected the sea, I let it be. (laughs) Fair play to you. Um... (laughs) It's always tough on so I don't know what games you've already played. Yeah. Uh, I would Alex, say... But Sorry, go on. You've got... I assume you've got a PS... He's played Ratchet and Clank. Ratchet and yeah. Clank, yeah. Um, I assume that's the new one. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, yeah, that is also... Like, Insomniac games are the perfect blend of a good length of game and also very fun Platinums to get, so all the Spider-Man games they've done. Yeah. Um, what about the... Good. I've not played it yet, but I've heard it's quite an easy short Platinum is the Kena game. That might be a good chat. I've only played like three hours. We haven't really talked about it because I feel I haven't played enough of it yet. Right. Probably we'll talk about it at some point. Uh, I'm enjoying it. It's very nice to look at. I'm, I'm not overly in love with the actual yeah. gameplay of it, though. I think it's a little bit... I would rigid, we'll see where that say, goes. in terms of if you're looking for like an open world game, like Ubisoft, like I think Far Cry are good shouts for... You can finish them in those sort of time frames. Platinum in probably takes a bit longer, so it depends if you're actually mm-hmm. driven by that or not. Um Valhalla absolutely goes back to my point earlier. Like it, that's a to platinum that game's 120 hours. Like it's yeah. it's huge. It's like. I would say some good ones if you if for more like short games that are good for platinum. Controls are really good one for that. Hundred uh, percent. Yes. Like a 15 to 20 hour game that you can platinum pretty easy as well. So you can just bung the difficulty all the way down and just cheese it a little bit if you want, or you can do it properly. Another one. Uh, Deathloop's probably like a 15 to 20 hour game. I know Matt's got the platinum for that now and had a great time doing that. Nice. So that's a good shout. Um, obviously, we already said Spider Man. Those ones seem obvious. Do you know what? The last one I'm going to say is uh, The Last Campfire, which I think both me and Dale. Yeah, that's like a 10 hour year. thing, I guess. Yeah, really good game. Yeah. And an easy platinum as well. You basically have to finish the game to platinum it, really. So um, I would say some games as well, like. They can be platinum on time, but they're not always worth platinum. This is for someone who loves doing that. But it's like, there's a lot of games you might be missing out on that, you know, you can finish the stuff, get everything you need out of it within 20 hours or so. And there's, mm-hmm. I mean, there's, there's more to name them like time we have here. There's a bunch of games yeah. out there. 
I mean, yeah. the last of this part two is like what, 25, 30 hours. That's a yeah. It's, if you ask me, that's as good as it gets. It's hard to know, like, yeah, what sort of games you're looking for, or like, mm-hmm. what sort of thing you're into, what sort of style I mean, of game you're into. I'm just assuming. I just assume everyone's played it, but God of War is maybe the best game ever made. Also, about 25 to 30 hours long and an achievable platinum. Yeah. Hundred so, percent. Yeah. Yeah. There we go. Lots of good games out there. Mm-hmm. Um, hopefully, there's one there you haven't played that you now will want to. Uh, this has been a lovely podcast. I've had a lovely time. We've had yogurts, ice cream, Metroid, <laughs> Pokemon Dread, Pokemon Dread. <laughs> Still won the game though, didn't uh, I, Dale? So that's fun. Yeah. Who's had the last laugh? Yeah, well, I don't know. I feel like I'm going to be laughing about that for a while. So, <laughs> um, uh, get a life. What music should we have? Does uh, Metroid Dread have some good music, Emma? We didn't really talk about that. It does. I think. Maybe just play the theme because the Emmy Robot one is a bit scary. <laughs> I got, I got scary. a counter argument. Counter argument yeah. in Far Cry Six, living La Vida Loca is in that game, and if you play it oh. while you're in a vehicle, then the character will sing along with it, and it's brilliant. So play that. Should we get? <laughs> oh, no, it's Metroid Dread versus Living La Vida Loca. Uh, Ricky Martin versus Samus. Who will win? Get Ricky Martin in Smash. <laughs> get him in. Uh, yeah. Ricky Dread, as he's now known. Um, oh, who knows what it's going to be? When I edit this, I'll just pick one at random. I have a feeling, though, sadly, I may, it may end up being Ricky Martin. <laughs> if you want to sing along as well, it's fine. It, I understand. It, it is a banger, <laughs> to be fair. It is, yeah, I mean, yeah, it makes you want to take your clothes off when you're dancing in the rain. Hey. Um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> just let that sit. Uh, yeah, that's it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, good. This has been fun. Goodbye, everybody. Bye. Bye. make you take your clothes off and go dancing in the rain. She'll make you live a crazy life or she'll take